with you. I, I thought about it. It's a lot though. I will tell you one thing. Whenever I see a picture of you, when you had your hair like cut low, low, mm-hmm. like it doesn't look like you anymore. Like it's kind of weird. Like I, it's like he like a like a baby, baby. Like you like. <clears throat> yeah, it's young weird. Was, I was looking at a picture the other day. I was like, ooh. T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Giveitum. How y'all be this week? I am the Air J. Only known as? The Air J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. All right, now, so we got these social medias and things that you can go ahead and follow us and like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. So we're going to start off with our website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Damn right. We are also on the Instagram and the Twitter, at Technical File. Mm-hmm. You can find mm-hmm. us on the Facebook. <clears throat> oh, excuse mm-hmm. me. Facebook, Technical File Podcast. We also have a Technical File Pod Overtime Group, which is our Fan page, <coughs> listener page, family page, whatever you want to be, that's where we have for you. And finally, we got our YouTube Technical File Podcast. If you want to go ahead and see our beautiful faces, go oh, for show. Can that's that's your part? I was looking at you. looking away, looking down. Right. I was like, yeah. oh, I was just <laughs> like, every week, man. If you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Tech File fam, I'm sure everyone you know. Um, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, your baby mama, baby daddy, whoever, uh, wherever you right now, man, share. Uh, we don't grow without y'all. So, you know, let's grow. Let's grow together. For mm-hmm. sure. Tech file challenge this week? Hmm. I didn't even think of one. Okay, so I've seen one. Because yeah. March Madness is around the corner, so a lot of people have been kind of reminiscing on their favorite college basketball moments or like the tournaments because a lot of the tournaments are going on like the big 10 tournament and things like that so um let's keep the train going there um what's your favorite college basketball tournament moment so that can include the championships that can include just the regular uh conference championship uh tournaments too so because i know one of mine is kimball walker Mm, back. <laughs> like that's that was gross, but yeah. So how about that? We'll, we'll that's the year they kept going to overtimes, right? Yeah, I think it was like three overtimes. Yeah, no, nah, Kimball's Kimball's killing the garden. I remember. What, what was that? Boone? What was that? His name? Uh, Big Josh Boone. Yeah, that was Josh Boone. He caught. 
Damn, you, they do remember the one that you look. Thank you, bro. Sad. Yeah, mine mine probably just revolves around Marquette making the Final Four with D-Wade. I was really hoping to see that D-Wade-Carmelo Anthony uh, matchup in the finals, but mm-hmm. we crapped the bed against against uh, Kansas. Kansas. So, yeah. But it was a fun run up until then. It was a fun run. That, that was honestly a really, just a really good uh, tournament that year. Mm-hmm. Like the championship game was dramatic, came down to a last second block by Hakeem Ward, former Milwaukee Buck. Yeah. He was supposed to be yeah. cold too. I mean, he had like a 10-year NBA career. Like, can't be mad about that. Hey, that's longer than a lot of players. Was yeah. the average NBA career like four or five years? I think less than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I actually saw a clip of Steph Curry. Like, they asked him when he was a rookie, like, you know, where, where do you want to be in 10 years? And he's like, I just want to, be, you know, be seen as like a solid vet, you know, because most people don't get to 10 years. I'm like, yeah, you sold yourself short, bro. <laughs> 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 you were super short on that one. I'm gonna right. throw this in real quick just to let you know, Eric. I've been looking at you looking like a telemarketer. So it looks like you the whole thing you're doing is like a customer call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funnier if I ain't say the same exact thing before you got on. Ah, uh, but they hey ain't nobody hear that but y'all. Hi <laughs> 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 <right>, Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen A Stephen. I wasn't even here for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. SoundCloud, we there too. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Fly. Amazon Music, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. I almost did. I almost was like beating on the table and doing monkey noises and shit again. So I had to just. Mm-hmm it. it was almost natural. I don't know why. <laughs> Mm, so like, you gonna roll, roll, roll right past like, that. iHeartRadio. <laughs> Himalaya. Like a player. Wooshka. Uh I forgot Pandora. Be there too. Uh, and the Good News app. Good News know. Radio. <laughs> well, reminder, that's, y'all. That's what we're doing. Like, hey, if Cam want to use his radio voice for Good <clears throat> News, that'll work for me. Reminder, y'all, check us out Tuesdays between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Central Time on the Good News app. Shout out to everybody listening on the Good News app. A benefit of that, outside of hearing the podcast as we record it live time, you can join the little chat room and be part of the show as well. So make sure I download that app. Join. Do it now. Yep. Um, But while you're there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars better. It helps us and we appreciate it. Oh, for sure. We do not grow without y'all, as Ken said. And those reviews and ratings go a long, long way. So before I get into the top listening cities and we do the sport fact, I want to shout out the Give Me a Buck podcast for having me on. Definitely appreciate y'all fellas for doing that. So make sure y'all check that out. Thank you for taking advantage of the booking info in our bio. <laughs> right. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that. They reached out. And I was like, y'all listen, y'all got the booking info. I appreciate that. Making me feel like I'm somebody. <laughs> but well, shout everybody out. Think it, somebody think you're special. Hey, my mama thinks I'm special. That's all that mattered to me. <laughs> the top listening cities from the past week. I want to give y'all a special shout out because, listen, y'all made episode 189 a top five listened episode. Like, it's number four in mm. all the episodes that we've recorded. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Big numbers, big numbers, big That's numbers. Keep sharing the show. We need more of that. We want to break records every week. 
Exactly. As Ken said, we can't do that without y'all telling somebody else and sharing the show. So appreciate y'all. And it's top five in in a week. So we don't know where it's going to be, you know, (laughs) in a year or so. But the number one city this past week came through with so much love. Like y'all was number one with a bullet. Shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Always hey, showing love. Man, if y'all don't I love Charlotte, in, man. I'm telling you, talk about I'm, I'm going right? to make my hey. way out there to live. I love Charlotte. It's so That's relaxing out there in North Carolina. No, North Carolina is just, it's a slower pace. You just be chilling to be nice outside most of the time. Yeah. That's what my journey has yet to take me to, like, the Upper East Coast. Like, I haven't been over, or north to the Carolinas. But um, I there. So I really haven't been on that. <laughs> right, because I've been to Georgia, I've been to Florida. <laughs> now, the I upper East Coast, I'm like, right, I know. We talking about Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but that section, pretty much from the Carolinas up, I have not been. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta make my way that way. I went to North Carolina when I was a kid, and I really did enjoy it. It was uh, mm-hmm. it was just relaxing. That's the best way I can put it. It was just very relaxing. Number two. Listening cities from the past week, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. Little town. What's up? Though? Y'all need to be number one, though. Y'all like Charlotte all do y'all. Hey, Charlotte came through. We need y'all to come through, Milwaukee. What's good? Number three, we got Seattle, Washington. Hello. Appreciate y'all. Number four, we got Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> Boulder. Okay. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to go with a party joke. Mm, I, just, I knew it was just a deep boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, we got Racing, Wisconsin. Racing. Silla, what's Hello, going neighbor. on? Welcome. That's, that's what I was waiting for. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> Number six, I believe y'all are new here. Merchantville, yes, New Jersey. What's going on? Welcome. Y'all come back. Appreciate y'all. Exactly. Oh. We appreciate y'all. Number seven, we got Cypress, Texas. Cypress, Texas. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all be here every week. Number eight, we got Welcome Oak back. Creek, Wisconsin. Hello, Oak man. Creek, what's going on? Number nine, we got New Berlin, Wisconsin. Hello, New man. Berlin. You've been you've been coming every week. And then number Pause. ten. Pause. <laughs> number ten, we got Copris Cove, Texas. Copris Another Cove. Consistent. What's well, going I on? Heard that name in a minute. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate Hello, y'all. Thank you. International listeners, we had two other countries check in this past week. That included Belgium. Belgium, welcome back. Y'all been consistent, Belgium. Exactly. Y'all right. been, yeah, been trust there. Y'all Belgium. Stay there. Appreciate y'all tuning in. I wonder, in. I wonder if Spain moved to Belgium. Since <laughs> 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 Spain been gone, Belgium been strong. Right. And then bars. we also have I'll Canada. I the bars. Natural, you know what I'm saying? Child of Canada. He <laughs> <laughs> just trying to improve, uh, impress dudes and shit. <laughs> he trying to get on dudes. So I've been right. freestyling for a long time. My kids will tell you. They tell me I could tell, tell you. I can't. Bust one right now. Bust one right now. I know. No, Tim got to be drunk. Like we be, we be out, and then Tim get drunk, and he'll be in your ear like, hey, 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 and then he just start rapping. I'd be sitting there like, and you know me, I was be sitting there like, get it, get it, go on, yeah, Tim. Hey, I'm just hyping him up, and he just sitting there flowing. And you know, sometimes it be trash, and you know it. Hey, I just be the hype man. I just, just, I funny, just you know, I've been doing that forever, dude. My dad used to do that when we used to go to St. Louis. He used to just randomly rap. So it was just the thing that we, we, uh, just 
I see a All hip, right. a hop, a hip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he had a thing. To put, he has an ego, so like he, he had to put Tim in everything. So like uh, eight ball in more ways than one. Right, <laughs> sister name is Tim Mia. Like, come on now. <laughs> your, your, your sister name is Timia. Yes, I, it saw, is. I was like, that's a unique fam. Yeah, yeah. So he used to rap, and every time he, he had to put Tim into it. So I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> put a little Tim in it. Okay. Pause. Sport fact of the week. Reckless <laughs> out here. Sport fact hey, of the week. What we got? No way to segue from that. Um, <laughs> it ain't. You just move on. <laughs> Uh, so, March 8th, 1971, Joe Frazier retains his heavyweight boxing title with a 15-round unanimous decision over Muhammad Ali at Madison Square Garden. Frazier had been the champ since 1968, and it was Ali's first bout since March 22nd, 1967, just before being stripped of his championship for refusing induction into the armed forces. Ali was knocked down, or is knocked to the canvas with a right on the jaw in the 15th round after regaining his feet. Ali staggers to the finish. Um, he went on to defeat Frazier October 1st, 1971 in the Philippines with a 14-round TKO and the fight dubbed the Thriller in Manila. Mm. So, fight of the century on this day, 1971. So, 40 years ago. Damn, people in the 70s is 40 now. <laughs> 50? Shit. My, yeah. my, my math is on. 50. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, y'all just don't let me flow with it. <laughs> mm. Hey, I be trying. I forget how old I am. So, yeah, you know, people in eighty one are in their forties now. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, that's that's coming soon. <laughs> you said eighty when you started talking about the eighties, and I started mm. listening. Like, wait, 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 wait. People born in two thousand can drink now. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my youngest uh, sister turns twenty one this year, and. I haven't drank hard liquor and it'll be probably three years around her birthday, but I told her I was going to have a shot with her on her birthday. I'm going to be so drunk off of one shot. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> You're going to be hurting that next day. It's going to be crazy. It's gonna, but I got to, like, my young, like, that's my baby sister. Like, she's turning yeah. 21. Like, I got to have a drink with her. <clears throat> Turn up. <laughs> Barely for me. I'm going I'm to <laughs> I'm finesse it. I'm going to make sure she have a good time. I'm going I'm to I'm chill in the corner. But uh, let's get into these topics of the week. NBA All-Star. Normally we say All-Star Weekend, but it was All-Star Day. That took place (laughs) (laughs) this past weekend. So before we even got up to the game, Devin Booker had to have an injury replacement. Mike Conley made his first All-Star game, being that replacement for Devin Booker. He -hmm. also replaced uh, Book in the three-point contest. Almost won. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Yeah, he almost did win. He almost did. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were ruled out of the All-Star game due to contract contact tracing uh, since their barber had a positive COVID test. And when that news broke, Twitter, Twitter just was all all a flirt. Like, I knew we shouldn't (laughs) have had this All-Star game. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, I don't think any of us on this show were really. um, Myself included. No, but I was with them. Excited about the All Star Game, but oh, it should excited, be. But no. no, I mean it should be noted that they did not contract. Like this didn't happen in Atlanta. Like they got cut yeah. in Philly, mm-hmm. and that's like they probably would have got cut up anyway. The people getting haircuts. Mm-hmm. So, can you imagine being that barber though? Like you take down two All Stars. Ooh, man! <clears throat> I hope they was crispy. <laughs> 
Is that still your barber? (laughs) Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he just pull the biggest bag? Like, (laughs) you know, NBA players get cut like way more frequently than a normal person does. Like, yeah, heartbeat. And you had again like two max players on your roster. Like, and now you make them miss all star game. Like. Mm. And they're going to miss some regular season action uh, as well. So their return dates are Friday and Saturday of this week. Mm. So they're going to actually miss some game time as well in addition to their all-star game. That sucks. So at least they were able to catch it. The NBA did report that there were no positive tests that came from the all-star game. So that is a positive of Mm -hmm. an an unseemingly unnecessary risk. But we know money (laughs) rules everything. So... Yeah. Hey, all star game. Shaking. I was gonna say the NBA can say that they had no positive tests. I don't know about Atlanta though. Emma was shaking. Good yeah, did, did the NBA put out like a a, a cease and desist? Like, yeah. yeah, like dog, don't use our <laughs> shit. Don't associate us with none of what y'all got going. No, we told y'all don't even come down here, bro. Like, don't no, we don't endorse nothing. No parties, no tea parties, <laughs> no after parties, no nothing. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, though, like that's like passing the buck. Like you. You host this event that you know brings in like so much extra shit, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. throw it in Atlanta. Like, you think people aren't gonna find an excuse to come to Atlanta for All Star Weekend, regardless of what the NBA says? Like, the first one, that I, man, no, you gonna hold it in? Wow, yeah. No. Like, if you want to have All Star, like, put that shit in like, oh, Providence, oh, Rhode Island, or something, like somewhere <laughs> way out the way that nobody's going to. <laughs> Like, yeah, that that was wild. It was people who was traveling down there who didn't have no money. I saw so many GoFundMe's, like, please get me back home. <laughs> unemployment didn't hit. And I'm like, ah. like bro. I'm trying to get back to my kids. Like, why'd you leave them in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. You see your goofy ass down there from <laughs> Like, you, you knew how much money you had when you got there. You went down there with, with $100. For they a weekend really in Atlanta. Really what is wrong Trying to you? get back home on GoFundMe's because they blew yeah. that shit? No, for, for for real. I saw at least like, four. That was real, yeah, real life shit, bro. Wow. Your people was, went people down were staying there. in U-Hauls, fam. Like, it was wild. Bro. I think U-Hauls. I saw that. Like, they limited <laughs> the amount of, uh, of hotel rooms and shit <laughs> that people could have. Like, they blocked Airbnbs. Like, Atlanta, again, aside from actually agreeing to host a damn event, like, Atlanta did what they could to kind of mm-hmm. discourage people from coming. But Jeez. niggas going to find a way. <laughs> and they did. Wow. Like, when I saw but people no, living out of you all, like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, that's, like, is it really that serious, bro? That I'm going to come to Atlanta and sleep in a U haul, my nigga? And that rental rate is crazy. You got to fill that back bro. up and everything, too. How far you drive with this U haul? Because Atlanta didn't rent it to you. <laughs> Unless they ate. A U haul. That's a crazy, bro. A whole U haul. That is wild. <laughs> so when we get to the All Star Day, we had a skills competition. DeMontis Sabonis, he won that. Mm-hmm. Much to the uh, chagrin of, of Kenny the Jet Smith, who couldn't believe that a big man would win the skills competition again. It's happen every year. I was going to say, yeah, like, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you not watched the last few years, fam? Like, probably not. <laughs> taking over. No. I was going to say, it's TNT. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> My blow the whistle, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, Steph Curry won that three-point contest, as Eric mentioned. Mike Conley, yeah, it was exciting. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. Steph <laughs> went last in the first round. I was like, okay, what you gonna do, Steph? He came out just fuego. <laughs> 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 I 
Like it's a joy to watch that man shoot a basketball. It is. It it's is just just like it's like a uh, what the fuck is that? I don't know, but it is an absolute <laughs> fucking joy. Why that man play basketball, dog? Like. <laughs> you trying to find a way not to repeat shit. what I said? I was trying to find another hey. word. I really was. I couldn't find one in fast enough. It'd have been bad podcasting if I was thinking long enough. So <laughs> that motherfucker there is exciting to fucking watch. And no matter how old or young he was, like even at Davidson, that motherfucker just watching him shoot was just yeah. spectacular. And you don't, I don't be up late enough to watch these damn games. Most of the time, I've been asleep like seven o'clock, seven thirty lately. I'm old now. I'm trying to get out of it. But to be able to actually just see him just have fun and be loose and just, oh, that motherfucker was just clowning. <laughs> he was clowning. And, like, I know your point, Camille, last week was that, you know, you don't want the players to get tired having to do a three-point contest in the middle of the game. But the three-point contest really is, like, the crown jewel of, like, mm-hmm. all-star yeah. Saturday night at this point. Like, there's no reason that, you know, build to the dunk contest, like, you actually get stars to participate in three points, so market towards that instead of like, you know, Plus everybody dunk contest that usually like exactly. <laughs> What'd yeah. you say? And yeah. I was gonna everybody say yeah. Shoot. Everybody, they had the league is trending that way. It's a lot of shooters. Mm-hmm. Like we gonna get some stars in that three point contest. Mm-hmm. And as now, mentioned, the dunk Dame, Dame like, stop dunking. Uh, Dame stop dunking. Like <laughs> I want to see Dame oh, and Steph in the three point contest together. Ooh, yeah, so after that game. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we also had the dunk contest. We'll talk about the game in a second. The dunk contest took place at halftime. And honestly, it felt like halftime entertainment. Something I said that's it was perfect for it. That's what I said before we did, y'all. Perfect for the halftime show. Something yeah, that's just kind of red panda. Right. Something that's just kind of all you can get your snacks while, you know, mm. it's happening. Mm. Um, it's like the Bucks halftime shows with the, uh, our, uh, <laughs> I, what was that? The little trampoline team. I'd rather. I'm almost rather watch the trampoline team come out and, and dunk <laughs> rather than what we got. Like it was our. Like, it was fine. Anthony uh, Simons won with the 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 fake kiss of the rim dunk. I mean, he was right there. Yeah. No, he no, he didn't kiss it on purpose. Like he probably would have like busted his lips up if yeah. he would have actually. Jesus, to like, come on now. Like I'm not discrediting him at all for not actually. Putting his first of all, putting your mouth on a rim—that's disgusting. Exactly. Oh, Hello. Like, <laughs> 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 <Colon> club. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But yeah, it was—it was cool. It like it was fine. It was halftime. He can jump. And he got some hops for real. Yeah, yeah. he got like, some real booms. Yeah, he for real got some booms. Some people had some problems with the judges saying the judges was was hating a little too hard. I was like, I don't. That many y'all got former dunk champs too. They were, yeah. So I didn't like. I didn't mind. I do like having former dunk champs as the judges, though. But it was funny listening. Josh Smith. Josh Smith. (laughs) I was like, where did get Josh at? (laughs) (laughs) Josh Smith, man. Big contract, Josh Smith. And then the piece, the the grand finale. You had Team LeBron against Team Durant. It was no contest. They Team LeBron no contest. won every quarter. <laughs> they, won. They, won, <laughs> they won the final game 170 to 150. Giannis Antetokounmpo was the MVP going the perfect dang, 16 dang. for 16 from the field. Mm-hmm. Before okay. y'all fellas start talking, for all y'all niggas out there saying he didn't deserve an MVP award, square up. <laughs> square up. Who, who else did, though? 
If he didn't. They said Steph deserved it. Steph or Dane. Yeah. And I'm like, if no. you want to argue this man that you missed no shots, bro. <laughs> Not and hit three threes. Like it's not like exactly. he just and one of them was a step back three and try to hit them with the brown turnaround. Yeah, that step back was so ugly, but it went it in. Gross. <laughs> it was the grossest step back. <laughs> you were screaming, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Right, Brown hopped up. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jokic was skipping down the court <laughs> together in celebration. But no, for real. Like, if you think that Dame or Steph should have won it, I can understand that. But don't say Giannis didn't deserve it. Like, that's that's my argument. Like, if you think someone mm-hmm. else should have won it, that's an argument that we can have. But when you say he didn't deserve to win it because all he quote unquote did was dunk, you just saw Zion miss four dunks in the first quarter. Like, come on, fam. <laughs> he had the uh, same chance. <laughs> LeBron missing layups. And- <clears throat> Like, come That's on, the man. Rim. I mean, like, jeez. I was like, ooh. What's going like, on? He missed that dunk, and he's like, y'all young dudes got it. Yeah, y'all got it, bro. Yeah, he, 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 he didn't come, come back, back. in. He like, I'm straight. <laughs> cool. And Steph was like, hey, I fuck what y'all talking about, bro. We finna try to put the odd. Like, I was just laughing because I'm like, think of the, the bigs that, like, uh, Jason Tatum and them, like, bro, we're not finna go at half court and guard these niggas, bro. Just shoot. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> Not no loss, and they—you could tell they was literally talking to each other. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a half court shot. You gonna take one next? You gonna, you gonna, we gonna just do this back and forth. Let's see who can do it first. It was a sight to see, dog. And then they hit back to back, dang near half court three pointers, like back to back. That's crazy. Oh, that's it. That's it. I mean, when they says that, like, that he's it. working on like getting his range to half court, so it's not even like. That's crazy, bro. That's some wild shit. You just did y'all see the Jesse Paul George comment where he was like, "I guess I got to take back what I said about that being a bad shot, that game oh, shot." Like, that's his shot. <laughs> just hate him, bro. Like, you gonna get me? Yeah, he sent you home. You try it. You keep trying to play good defense. You there in the pictures? You there in the pictures? Jesus Christ! He is though. Uh, he do all the pictures. <laughs> Oh, this really is the anti-Paul uh, podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no Pauls on this show. No Paul, Paul Pierce. Wall, no Paul Pierce. Hey, no. Paul Wall may be the only Paul. Right. Paul people's champ. I'm, I mess with yeah, we Paul. With Paul. Right. We know you listen. We fucks with your bros. <laughs> we fucks with you. But, but, but <laughs> George. Nah. Although George is really only Ken, but. Yeah. Yeah. Man, fuck them, man. Everybody, <laughs> we collectively. If one of us do, we all do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna drag us into the fight. All right, all right, all right. Where was that energy when I just said Paul Wall? See? <laughs> that is true. Even when you're friends, you play. Oh, damn, we jumping friends? Can't y'all all be friends, please, please. But no, did y'all enjoy the the All Star Day? Would y'all prefer to see it go back to the the weekend, or do y'all like the the condensed format? There were a few players who mentioned the fact that you know they liked that it being just one day. Like it was it was a lot easier. They just wished it was fans there, but they didn't mind having everything in one day. It's probably mm-hmm. like a festival, like a big ass party. Yeah, it was cool. And yeah, I would imagine for it. them, like in a normal year, that gives them more time to party too. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, say the next like day, the, first open one is gonna be in Miami. Watch. No, they already got <laughs> They ain't changing it, fam. They already got all that set. But yeah, y'all can have like the Rising Stars game and that celebrity game like the same night. Y'all can do that one night Saturday. and then Yeah. But you gotta think about for T V purposes, like they want ratings both nights, so they're gonna try to stretch this out as far as they can. 
Well, normally the Rising Stars and, and Celebrity Game, that's normally what's the Friday? Friday night, you know, All Star Saturday night, and then Sunday the game. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. They ain't gonna do that for the TV money. You're right. I would prefer it to be one day, but mm-hmm. yeah. you're right. You're yeah, right. I enjoyed it being like that. It was cool. It was, I didn't need to see Anthony Hamilton singing. I, that no. was, ah, I was like, where's Charlene at, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you over here singing, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I literally told, I was like, oh, bathroom break. I yeah, came back was, in the fourth quarter started. That was a fun, it was, it was a good Sunday night. Like I had, uh, we had the game on the TV, then I had the, the Oprah Prince Henry or Prince Harry, uh, Meghan Markle interview on. Yeah, that. By the, yeah. by the time the game came on, six thirty, I was out. Hey, hey. Y'all, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I've been. It's, it's been. Yeah, I just been sleeping like six thirty, seven o'clock. Like the last time you be getting up in the morning. Five, four thirty. I be getting up at five, so that's, uh, ten o'clock is my latest. But I mean, we ain't gonna talk about how old we are. Yeah, I'll be sleeping there till like seven thirty, eight. Yeah. So I'll be trying to get up to do like yoga in the morning. So it's like I got to get up at a certain time to be able to do that and like, you know, get ready for the day. And, I just and started doing yoga. It's actually Man. good. It's that's it's hilarious. Good. It's huh? good. for It's part of my my what's the name? My workout regimen now. It's good for the mind and the body. Like it. It help. It just helps center. I like. Hey, it. I can only do maybe like two moves. Though. <laughs> it's hard as hell. A lot harder than you think it is. Hey, listen, it's hard as hell. I can do two moves effectively, but listen. Yeah, when, hey, was, when you when you got the two moves down, that's all you need, right? Exactly. Look, so, when I was introduced yeah. to yoga, it was to like gentle yoga. So I thought that was it, and then I took like an actual Vanessa float, like. And I was like, oh my, like, like my Lord, Jesus. And I'm in yeah, downward dog. Like this is this is a resting <laughs> pose. I'm like, who resting this? This is difficult. <laughs> But no, for real, the more you do it, you do see your body like getting stronger. It's actually, it's a cool journey. It's a real cool journey. So shout, we don't have to, I'm going to have to talk to you offline about that, Ken. I'm oh, yeah, sure. some, some yoga stuff with you. But yeah, any other thoughts on the All-Star game? No, it was a good time. Uh, haters going to hate, you know. They hate it, <laughs> on Giannis. They're going to hate. But it's interesting that he was, I seen him, like every time I seen Giannis, he was hanging around with the guards. So he was always with, I like it. During the game, it seemed like he was around Steph, Dame, and uh, what was the third guard? He was also around Jokic a lot of times. I was going to say, he was around the Euros. Jokic. It was like, yeah, he's around like Jokic Luka. and Luka. Yeah, he was around them a lot. Also, I noticed that like Team LeBron is very international, fam. He got, he had, yeah. he had the international market on lock. They cold, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they all cold. Hey, you know, I hate to defend Durant and his boys, but they were missing, like, two starters and the key bench player, I think. Like, it's the reason why they got dog walk. <laughs> like, it, was, it is. It wasn't a fair fight. And when they drafted the teams, too, I was like, mm. like I thought Team LeBron was better mm-hmm. in the initial draft, but mm-hmm. LeBron losing Simmons is not the same as or Team Durant losing Embiid. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And already being without Durant. Right, because you have Durant out there is a whole different story because right. you know this. Oh, that'd been that been crazy. He probably just been pulling from three quarters of the court. <laughs> <laughs> Durant was like, "Fuck what y'all talking about? I've been working on this." <laughs> I thought I was hurt, man. Oh, it's been a whole year since mm-hmm. go. Mm. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. That, I think people was passing around that. Um, I'm not him touching the microwave. My, microwave. Microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. hot pocket. 
March 11th marks that one year anniversary of uh, the NBA suspending the NBA season. Yeah, so it's been one year since we were in all in the studio together because we recorded the day before that. Yeah, that's That's crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. That's a long ass time, B. So a year's worth of Zoom episodes. Remember our first episode in quarantine? (laughs) It was called like standard definition or something like that because we were like, we don't know how to do it. Super trash. (laughs) (laughs) We sound like like, pilot. Exactly. Uh, We sound like everybody was in the bathroom and shit doing a (laughs) pod. What's wrong with us? We're like, hold on, we're gonna we're gonna get this right. Hold on, just give us a second. (laughs) We're gonna get it right. But yeah, Man. I done bought so much damn equipment. Shit, like, I was low key cameras. thinking about buying a new computer. I was like, I might get something a little, yeah. little stronger. <laughs> yeah, well, I just got the microphone and the laptop. Man, I got lights. I got the the mic. Got some headphones. Like yeah, the whole setup. <laughs> I damn near about to put some uh, soundproofing up in this room. Guys, want to turn into a studio? Work out in your studio. Uh, your spot unless you do it downstairs. Hey, fam, listen. I get vaccinated completely. I'm I'm being the studio though. When I get that vaccination. <clears throat> That's why I can't I can, wait. I do I'm coming, bro. I'll be this. Come on, man. Hey, he can't wait. He just want to hug Dooch. That's all he want to do. He's seen, bro. He gonna give him a hug. Dooch, like, I missed you, fam. You go to the computer because he's gonna die. He gonna start. He gonna start rapping too. Like, hey, get the beat real quick. <laughs> you have a rap spot. I miss you, Dooch. <laughs> he got a whole notebook from this last year. Like, I got some shit for you. <laughs> no, man. I'm be. I'm be excited to be there though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's I, bring, I gotta bring the love and energy. Y'all gonna feel y'all walk in the building like, damn, Tim here. <laughs> we don't know before we even see you. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be instant. <laughs> but no, do y'all have any reflections on the on a year in quarantine? Like, it's been a year. Mm. We kind of discussed this yesterday, but like, quarantine really has gone like in stages as far as sports content. Like, remember that first. That first stage was just like death of content. <laughs> like we were we were reviewing movies, last dance, like <laughs> that forced us to be creative as a mother. Everything was um, shut down. We ha- we had yeah. we have a sports podcast, like other podcasts yeah. that keep going. Like they have plenty of information. We had to like mm-hmm. figure it out <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Thank God for uh hard knocks. <laughs> Man, hard nice last dance, movies, tech file cinema, appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that, man. And honestly, we were a little bit more we were a little bit more uh successful than somebody like WWE. Like they was floundering. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, WWE product was so bad that we didn't have no sports to talk about and we still didn't talk about what they were doing exactly. Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We had to wait till they found Nate Footin to bring right. him back up. Like but is yeah. there anything that y'all would keep from uh from like this from quarantine from lessons learned I know one thing I'm gonna keep I can definitely tell you when I'm in large groups from here on out game stadiums I'm wearing a mask I don't trust these niggas period because <laughs> <laughs> I saw what y'all did during a pandemic how how y'all didn't take that serious you probably yeah. out here with the flu all kinds of colds, and you just don't care. You're just going to be all out willy-nilly. Not me. I'm going to have that mask on. I guarantee. <laughs> like, the fact that 
when this stuff was all kicking off, like they had to put signs up in the work bathroom, like here's how you wash your hands. Like that what were y'all doing before? <laughs> like, that's what I wanted to know. Like so exactly. You gotta walk past the sink to walk out the door. That extra minute is, is that dire for you. Like, you can't spare a minute, fam. Exactly. Oh, you wash your hands time is money. Camille, time is money. <laughs> Yo, do you remember that picture I sent to the group where they had a picture on, on the back of the toilet where it said, don't sit on top of the toilet. Uh, you got to sit on the toilet the right way. I sent it to our group chat a while ago, but I'm like, it was a picture like that. It was like a picture of somebody sitting on top of the toilet. <laughs> Somebody sitting on the toilet the right way. Wait, like dropping a deuce in the top? Yeah. Of the- <laughs> what? <laughs> like, this is not the right. <laughs> Camille face right now. Wait, what the? Fuck? <laughs> Why do we have to have this here? You said it was at your job. Yes, it was a behind oh, the toilet. Y'all got, hey, y'all got more issues. Than- <laughs> 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 that, was like, what the fuck? that was at my old job. I was like, what the fuck was this? Hey, way to clarify yeah. that. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want nobody listening now and being like, what? Like, hey, his, his boss is just going to happen to listen to this episode. He's probably going to put it on <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, any other like quarantine uh Reflections, COVID reflect. Like it's really um, been a year. Yeah, I know. I think the, the biggest thing for me is like I had COVID, so like yeah. experiencing it like firsthand, like going through it, like literally, like it scares the shit out of you. Like you, like I was terrified, yo. It was like the worst. And mine lasted for like almost like three weeks. <clears throat> Called pneumonia, all of that. I lost weight, all types of shit. So it just made me like, um, like be more serious about like my health and stuff like that. And, you know, just taking being safe, like, serious, man. Just, it's super easy, bro, to just wear a mask. It's super easy to wash your hands, use some sanitizer, bro. Like, that's easy. Like, it shouldn't even be, like, no fight. Like, that's not something we have to learn. And it's not changing our lives that much. It's only making it better that we're being even more safe. So just wear a mask, wash your hands, man. It's that easy. That's a good point that you brought up, too. Um, Just being active. Like, I was, like, I was outside so much more because of of quarantine like that's the only way I could be able to see friends was really like let's meet outside and do something that's like safe like mm-hmm. I discovered how much I love hiking and now I really can't wait until the weather breaks so I can start my hiking tour of, of Wisconsin got some spots man like there mm-hmm. are some real beautiful spots to go and look at so I'm definitely excited to go out there like I got hiking boots on the way like I'm ready like it's <laughs> I'm ready so if y'all want to ever go out on a hike y'all just let me know so like me and golf like I picked up golf during quarantine like you really enjoy it. Out there? Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I lived somewhere where I could go off year round now because I've been missing <laughs> it for like the last six months. <laughs> and like at the end of the seat, like the last time I went out, like I finally figured out my swing and it made me so much better. And I was mad. I'm like, I'm not going to remember this shit by the spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, a good thing is that when this stuff does wrap up, you can golf in the warmer weather and then you can start going on the driving ranges and whatnot in the cold mm-hmm. weather to keep your swing, keep your swing together. But no, highly, highly, uh, highly recommend it. It's, it's relaxing. Like you get outside, you know, to your point, like being out in nature and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fun. Like, I don't know. It's fun. And they let you drink. I don't drink, but like you can drink on the, on the golf courses. So if that is appealing to you, like that's I'm a plus. Crash waiting to happen, man. Oh yeah. Take an Eddie right before. We'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Be out here, B. You can't tell me I ain't Tiger after that. 
<laughs> I'm at least Arnold Palmer out here. Somebody, motherfucker. <laughs> what was, uh, we had him on the radio. Uh, Hit It Hard. What was dude's name? Uh, white dude. He won one, one time. John Daly. Oh, uh, okay. John Daly. It be John Daly at the least, right? All three of us was like, who is she talking about? <laughs> like, like, we had to just, keep, just wait. Hey, you know? we can bring that. We can, we, can, we can have that as a replay if y'all remember Hit It Hard by John Daly. He was, he was doing his thing. I feel like that, that was a no-go on the replay on that one. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, I'm, I can almost guarantee it. like a country song, right? Big no. I think, I think I liked it. I do if not I remember, remember correctly. I don't remember yeah, we can run it back. I don't remember. I think I like that. One. But yeah, Tim, do you have any quarantine thoughts or things that you keep in? Mm, I mean, I like the uh, the sanitation portion of it, just like with everybody across the board. Just <laughs> like the sports cleaner? teams, the restaurants, the <clears throat> facilities, like everybody just has to necessarily step up their game. So now that's probably going to be a part of their regimen from here on out is to make sure like nobody want to get this shit. We don't know how long it's going to be until we're good, good. But as, as far as a normal practice it doesn't kill you to have shit clean so that's very true there you go yeah. one last thing before we talk about Dak prescott i also this whole year has made me realize uh just how important like my friends and my family are as well like mm. you don't i didn't realize how much i can miss people until i can't see them like i see y'all on screen every week but it is not the same yeah. and i can't like I told my best friend, I was telling my best friend, Sam, Tim's wife, like, I'm going to, like, ball when, I, <laughs> when I'm able to hug you. Like, I was crying when I saw her and my other bestie, like, outside. Was we were all- <laughs> <laughs> they was like, it was like, no! Like, oh, look at y'all. <laughs> like, and I couldn't even hug them. Like, when I can hug my friends again and, like, hug my mom, like, it, I'm going to just be emotional. Like, I really, like, that's important. Like, I'm going mm-hmm. to definitely prioritize relationships a lot more uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah, I thought one last thing I wanted to keep, which is curbside pickup. Like, oh, if God, I can order yeah. some food and not have to get out of my car to get it. Yeah. Or yes, curbside. Please. Dak Prescott, he re-signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Big money! Four-year, $160 million mm-hmm. deal for the record $126 million guaranteed. The first three years average out to being about forty-two million a year. He got a no trade and no tag clause. Hmm. Now, when we talk about the franchise tags later on in the show, his name will be listed, but that was just a placeholder. It was procedural, just so that they couldn't tag him again in the future. So they got it all worked out. He got his money. Dak is a Dallas Cowboy for the next four mm-hmm. years at least, <clears throat> unless he want to trade and you know he. I was gonna say, you know, get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Right, but. Hey, Cowboys probably looked at what they had last year without him and realized, yeah, definitely need that man. And if y'all was smart, y'all would have paid him a few years ago, and then y'all would have got off cheaper. But, hey, the price of yeah. waiting. The price of waiting. A big picture, somebody pointed out that this probably is Jerry Jones tipping his hand, that their TV deal is going to be a monster. Hmm. Like the fact that he was willing to pay this much means that he knows he can afford it going forward. So. Because he's in charge of the TV negotiations background. But yeah. Uh, he's going to make sure they get paid. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, inside info. But no, and he's supposed to make $75 million this first year. 
75 he allowed that's a lot first of money. year. <laughs> and he that that money, man, congrats, for real. Out of 175, <clears throat> that's some shit, boy. Like, ain't no sales tax in Texas. That's off his income rookie tax. Deal. That's off income his rookie tax. deal. You turn around off your rookie deal, you catch 75 and one. Woo. Yeah. Look, catching one Ooh. would be a blessing. Catching 75 <laughs> of them things. Exactly. You want to know. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl. I don't even know your full one. <laughs> Man, half don't, of don't one. Don't I could do some things with half a milli. Come Shit, on. a tenth of one would change my life considerably. Like, <laughs> $100,000? Like, yeah. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I could do a lot with $100,000. I could do a lot. And what and like I mean and just one handoff mm-hmm. like here's hundred thousand dollars for you. I'm making a hundred thousand for the year. Like, what's what's the catch? <laughs> what's <laughs> what's the the catch? You ain't gonna roll up on me, give me a hundred k. Like just a good time. Like no, where's the camera at? You gotta take this back. <laughs> Who punked <punished> me? <laughs> right, some, some crazy shit. But no, does actually that's a good question for you, Tim. Like, would you take a hundred thousand dollars to play a preseason game, like at quarterback? Well, depending on the team. Can I play for the Colts? Sure. It matter. You can lay some. I, put me out there for a hundred thousand. Yeah. I'll get hurt, no, but I'm saying like a lot. You know, live tackling. Y'all, no, y'all taking that. I'm not that. playing for like the Bengals. I'm not playing for like the Giants. I need a line. I'll play if you got a line. I need somebody to block. You just put matter. me out there and get smacked all game, bro. No, it ain't. No, 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 it ain't sweet. Jaguars, some some something happen. I feel like a good line makes a difference for like. Professional quarterbacks, but for a dude off the street, like <laughs> you're not getting rid of the ball quick enough. Like, no man, hey. all damn game, bro. Hey, Tim, I hear people who think he's Tom Brady ish. No, I don't. No, you I taking don't. the same amount of hits. They may save you one. <laughs> like, that's no, about no. it. No, you gonna be running for your life, nigga. You told Russell Wilson. He's at least quick. So, like, yeah, he's at least quick. I don't know if he's NFL quick though. Like, not no more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you today, like... <laughs> Not no more. Actually, I've been working on my legs, so... I don't know. We'll see when I get out there. Wait, you gonna get out on the, on the NFL field? Where you going? Where you <laughs> no, out bro. To? I'm talking about when I get out here and play these sports. What you what you playing? What, what's up? What's on tap? Um, softball for now. Currently. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I gotta get right. You know, gotta get, the, get the hips going, you know. Gotta get, the, you know, the, the torque going. You know, the lower extremities gotta torque be like, you, solid. No, right. Thighs. Do that, Dak. You're going to be looking like that meme where he just like. Do Just working on a swing. No, but. Twerk <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, shots to Dak, man. That, yeah, that back, man. they still ain't winning nothing. I don't care what y'all talking about. And I'm going to stand on that. Y'all still ain't winning nothing. Y'all had them for four years. Yeah, true, man. Y'all ain't won nothing then. <laughs> don't think y'all finna win nothing now because y'all done signed them back. They might win the East. They should probably be favorites in the East. Yeah, they, they, should, yeah. they should. They definitely should win the East. I mean, that's not really saying much, but hey, but, right. it's winning something <laughs> for real. Team damn near won that with six and ten. Like, you know what? You're right. You are. You right. he got a division title under his belt already, anyways. Probably. Yeah. Okay. It's a new. It's someone new won the NFC East every year. It's hard to keep up. Mm. Can't keep mm-hmm. up. It's a new team every year. Brooklyn Nets, they signed Blake Griffin. Okay. That, that man, I mean, we've talked about Blake in the past few episodes about how we think he could be useful. There's a situation where mm-hmm. he should be useful. He's going to be super useful. 
Now, there are, I've seen some people being like, what if he was in Detroit this whole time playing around? Now we're going to see old Blake. And I just want to tell y'all that's not going to happen. <laughs> old Blake is gone. Mm-hmm. There ain't no more keys to be jumped over, fam. That ain't in his arsenal anymore. <clears throat> he is a playmaker. He's a, he is a plus passer. Uh, he shoots a lot of threes. He ain't been making them this year, but he has previously. <laughs> yeah, he shoots a lot of threes. And defensively, meh. I'll give you a meh. Okay. Like he's smart, so he knows where to be. Like, can he actually guard people? We'll see. I'll put it. He got targeted a lot when he was in Detroit. Uh, you, you go at Blake. And me thinking about the Bucks, you go at Blake. Like Barbecue I'm sure, you got, like you, you go at Blake. So <laughs> I'll be curious to see how they scheme him in there. I did see that he was between the Lakers and the Nets, but he chose the Nets because he felt there was a bigger opening uh, in the big rotation well, for him there. I feel that's why I feel like he'll be good over there with the Nets because you got Blake going against pretty much the second unit now, like. Blake Griffin can get his shit off against the second unit still. I wouldn't say he go like he Blake Griffin against the second unit. Then their second unit is actually not bad. You, you're saying Blake Griffin like he's still Blake Griffin. He not. No, Blake I'm not Griffin. saying it like he's still Blake Griffin. That's what I'm saying. Like at this point in time now, he's still serviceable enough to where he can work the second unit. If that's all the competition that he's going to be playing against right now with the Nets, because they're going to focus on KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. 99 times out of 100, them threes will get the looks outside of Blake Griffin. I, I think it's more Griffin beneficial for him to be playing with those guys because then he's getting open shots. Like Correct. Him trying because to be the focal the point of a bench himself. unit. Right, like that just defeats the whole purpose of him going there. Oh, no, I'm not saying Don't be just like football. Detroit again. I'm just saying with the skill set that he still currently has, Blake Griffin shouldn't have a hard time getting his shit off against the second unit, which is going to be key for them with their bench. I'm not saying he's going to be the number one option. But Blake Griffin still can give you twenty to twenty-five against a second unit on a regular. I don't want to say on a regular basis, but <laughs> you he'll did. give you that. He'll give you that. He'll give you that, and I can I guarantee you he'll give them that. Watch uh, if, if, if Blake Griffin so scores twenty-five points in any game this season, I will give you twenty dollars. All right, but hey, if you don't, you got to give me twenty dollars. Say that because. Ah, Is it 25 points? The amount of open looks and probably the run that he'll probably get with that starting five. Okay, I'll take that bet. I think Blake points. will pop for 20, 25 at least once or twice. But, but, but <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of that because Tim's talking about more like you were the way you were talking made it seem like you think he can do that regularly. Uh-huh. I don't see that in Blake. I don't care if he's on the second. Like you can put if you count up all of Blake's second second unit points, <laughs> it ain't gonna be an average of twenty five. Like he that's that's beyond him. Like that's not is, what I was saying. Like that's what I, okay. What were you trying to say then? No, I'm saying that he can give you that against a second unit. And you're not asking Blake Griffin to give you twenty twenty five a game. What no, you, that's not what I'm saying. By let me shot. let me let's start over then. What do you think Blake is going to give them consistently? Uh, I'll say about fourteen a game. He's doing twelve for Detroit. I'll say fourteen a game. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. Do y'all think them getting Blake changes their championship uh, odds? Mm-hmm. Do you think no. they're 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 more no. threatening now with Blake? No. Mm, it gives them more firepower so. again. Like it just gives them a little bit. I won't say it's moving the needle at all, but it's. It doesn't help to have more firepower in, like, the number one offense. Let me ask you, like, have you seen Blake this year? Mm-hmm. Have you actually, like, watched him in-game? 
He looked eh. the one. I think the one game that we played him, but I don't know if we how many times he we played, played against them three times. Like they yeah, played four times, but he only, only seen him once. Only seen him once. That one game. He he's he, rough. But your 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 Blake sample size is, is off of one game this season. And I'm telling you, he gonna average fourteen. <laughs> I think she was asking that just to, so we know like where you're coming from. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. And he's going to average 14. So we, I mentioned this, uh, I think last week or week before where I brought up Steve Novak's comment that his coach told him where like, I don't expect you to necessarily be a defensive stopper, but while you're mm-hmm. out there, you need to be a plus. You need to be scoring more than whoever it is you holding. I don't know if Blake can do that anymore. I don't know if what he's going to be able to give you offensively is going to erase what you're giving up defensively. Now they're like Brooklyn's weak spot is already their defense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was watching our, I saw a thread. I think it was Steve uh, Jones Jr. Jr., Yeah. Who had a thread about Blake's defense, which I'll recommend anybody go check that out. There are certain situations where you can make period. Like (laughs) that's a follow, follow. Like if you like basketball and you want to be like a smarter basketball fan, like, and you like just watch it, like his film breakdowns are excellent. Follow Steve Jones Jr. But he was just pointing out where Blake is most successful and like how he gets beat. And he's smart, like Eric pointed out, but it's like his body just can't do some of the things where he's trying to get to. So It'll be really interesting seeing them in Brooklyn. I don't think necessarily ups their their uh, championship odds because they're already considered a favorite out of the East. Um, Blake in Detroit, Blake in Brooklyn doesn't scare me. Um, I think it's a good pickup for him. Like it's it's a bet, man. Like yeah, for sure, it's a good pickup. But I'm not sure how they're going to be able to utilize him when their defense is already pretty leaky. So it'll be curious to see. Interesting to see. The last we got thing. Yeah, we do. We got a bet on the table, right? Yeah, we do. $20 for 25 Yep. Um, the last thing I'll say is, like, if I feel like a lot of – I shouldn't even say a lot. I saw some people comparing this or, like, reacting to this. Like, it was some earth-shattering move, and it's like, I'll compare this to – DeMarcus Cousins signing with the Warriors like it's a name but that name doesn't match the production anymore so don't look at it like you know eight-time all-star Blake Griffin is joining you know James Harden and Kyrie and KD and they just got the new super team it's like eh, he's at a different point in his career and like the contributions will be more nuanced than you know this is a former 20 point per game scorer that you're bringing in um, can he help them a bit? Yes. I don't think it materially changes the title race in any way. Like he'll just be another solid. Like I don't know if he's better than Jeff Green at this point. For I would Nets. rather play Jeff Green than Blake Griffin. Because of mobility? Mm-hmm. At least with Jeff shooter. Green, like, like, like you mentioned, he, he's a lot more mobile. He's able to get to some spots on defense a lot quicker than Blake can, but if 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 Blake coming <laughs> to Brooklyn takes away from Jeff Green minutes, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but there's been some other transactions just in the sport world as well to highlight. Tim, sure. can you tell the people what else has been going on? Um, so Bruce signed Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, I think today was his first game, first day he suited up for us. Uh, but 
we needed some. I guess we needed some outfielder help because uh, Kane is still hurt. So was it, how many outfielders do we have? Like I feel like we got a lot of gold gloves out there, don't we? I think we, we some... have four now. I think all like at least have one gold glove on their resume. I think three for sure. But yeah, three know, Kane has they... one. Jackie Bradley Jr. has uh, at least. I'm not gonna say they only have one, but they, they at least right, have right. one. Right. Um, Arcia has one. No, Yel- well, Yellow Chain got one, do we? I don't know if Yellow Chain got one. But he had MVP, the, so I mean, I'm not sure if it's RC, but the, the left fielder that we have, he was former gold glove. So, oh, yeah. no, Yellow is a gold glove winner. He won it. Oh, well, then, yeah, we have four. <laughs> yeah, we have four, but it, it provides depth. And then, of course, we can have a DH doing an AL game, so it wouldn't hurt to have an extra bat, too. And he's mm. a pretty consistent hitter. They did away with the universal DH, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. They said, nah. <laughs> that would have been sweet though we, we don't want to keep the fun No, nah, get rid of that exactly. That would have been sweet though um, So also uh, the Seahawks are uh, Well Seahawks released Carlos Dunlap They released uh, well, They didn't release They didn't tag uh, Yeah we get there It's car center day too yeah. So we'll get, we'll get to the tags They coming out Okay, okay. Um, Offensive lineman Kyle Long Is returning to the NFL From retirement Oh what Who's going to play for There's a lot of offensive linemen In this free agency it's a lot of good linemen in this free agency. Holy shit. Cool. Wait. Sorry, backing up to the Brewers. They have a, a outfielder named Tyrone Taylor. It looks like a white man. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Tyrone, Tyrone Taylor for real? Tyrone Taylor, yeah. <clears throat> Tyrone. On what? He's going to be cold, too. Tyrone? What? <laughs> you looked him up? Oh, I need to do some research. <laughs> I'm with the... <laughs> Oh, um, I was looking at their depth chart. Like, oh, we got another brother on the team. Clicked on his picture. Like, nope. Tyrone <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Taylor. Oh man. Oh wow. That that is like the blackest name I've ever heard in my life. Exactly. Hold on, we got hold on. Tyrone Taylor. Like, if it was a black dude named Tyrone Anthony Taylor, like I'd be like, that's a little too on the nose, don't you think? Oh no, he's mixed. Oh, he is. I think. This His headshot looks very Caucasian. <laughs> very Caucasian. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, New England Patriots are acquiring office, offensive tackle Trent Brown from the Las Vegas Raiders in a trade after agreeing to a restructured one-year contract worth up to $11 million. Um, the Patriots are sending a 2022 fifth-round pick to the Raiders in exchange for Brown and a 2022 seventh-round pick. Um, They're trying to get Jimmy G, too. I'm like, bro, y'all, everybody right. back. They y'all like, gave him away to get him back. Trent too. Come on back home, Trent. Let's get let's get Jimmy too. Next is gonna be Jamie Collins. <laughs> hey, Trent was happy too. Like when he heard that news, he had posted on his Instagram and just said, "I love it here." And it's a picture of him like holding his hands up, like yes. Like, <laughs> I guess he couldn't wait to get away from from Coach Gruden. Well, also, I mean, eleven million dollars doesn't hurt. It does not, and you get to be a free agent again next year. I mean, yeah, he I was going to earn almost 14, and then he... But I think he's had, like, two years on his deal there. Yeah. But, um... Ersan. Ilion, uh, Ilya Sova. But Ilya went back to, uh... No, he not. He used to play with Utah at one point, didn't he? He did not. I don't think he played with Utah. He didn't play for everybody. Damn, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but Ilya Sova signed with Utah. Um, I'm curious to see Good how... for Ersan. Serviceable, mm-hmm. he still is. Yeah, it, I was hoping he would. We was considering him if he wanted a big body, but 
Say so right now, they can't day. sign anybody until I think April seventh is the date. Mm. So mm-hmm. we got some time before the boys got enough <laughs> enough money. But no, I'm really happy for Ursan getting a chance to to get back in the league. So yeah, I'm always for Ursan. After uh, I think he's th- well, he's listed at thirty three, I think, but they're rumored that he might be older than that. <laughs> there has been, there's actually like if you look up Arsan Ilyasov, like there's mm-hmm. a whole backstory. Like apparently there was a guy by that name that came from like Kazakhstan or something into Turkey and then disappeared, and then like two years later, Arsan Ilyasov popped up. <laughs> Wow. Like I'm dead ass. Like it's, it's, yeah. So <laughs> that's crazy. And like, there's no record of Ersan Ilyasova before he just popped up as like a 19 year old NBA prospect or something like that. Wow, that's wild. That's yeah. funny though. But his father claims that he was born at home and he just never gave the paperwork for like his birth certificate. Right, bro. He 19, 19 years <laughs> that Kevin. I don't need no birth certificate. Shit, hey, shit. Get it, get it how you got to. Yeah, <laughs> Damn, well, he got so millions of dollars now. So, right, yeah. he's listed as 33, turning 34 this year. So, yeah. take that, yeah, how, how you will. After Woj cost him seven million dollars, though. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad to see he got he got something. And he has a shit like he's on the team with the best record in the NBA, like mm-hmm. which and it's he's not used Brooklyn, to be. So I'm happy about that. He ain't in the East. I'm I'm really happy about that. I would hate to have to cheer against Ersan. Like as a Bucks <laughs> fan, like Ersan has a special like a soft spot. Right, yes, I like, wouldn't mind him back as a fan favorite. Like, I also, he like would have pissed me off like taking the charge from Giannis. So because <laughs> he would have <laughs> at least twice mm-hmm. <laughs> in the same game in the same game. Um. So Christian. From WWE, uh, Edge and Christian, he is now Christian Cage over at AEW. He was their big reveal, their Hall of Fame wrestler, the hoorah. We was, this is what we were going to drop on WWE head. It was Christian. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I, that's cool. Like, they right, made it seem like it was for to be like Brock Lesnar or people were talking about CM Punk. Yeah, they was talking about AJ like, Lee. They was talking about like people was the Christian. That's why the old adage is undersell over deliver. Like you don't build this up if you can't deliver on you know the speculation. Dog, that was twice in one night because that damn fireworks at the end, that Kenny Omega match. Like what the hell was that? So what the I hell was that? I didn't hear too much about that. Like my husband, the mayor, he was telling me about how disappointed Kenny Omega was because they was hyping us up as like this dangerous, like fire match with it was explosions around the ring. Like they had barbed wire for three of the four ropes is completely barbed wire, and then they had the uh, the barriers like barbed wire, and then they had tables and stuff like that out there barbed wire. But underneath the tables they had like explosives, so if you hit those wires, it's supposed to boom blow your ass up. It was just the whole thing was booby trap like some home alone shit. <laughs> and at the end of it, it was supposed to be this big ass explosion. All of this shit was supposed to go off. And instead, it was like Christian intro. It was just sprinkling fireworks on them niggas in the middle of the ring. <laughs> and they covered each other up. Because he was supposed to cover them up. Thought, he thought it was going to be a big explosion like for the heat and shit. And instead, it was just sprinkling them with fireworks. 
Can you oh, make this? I, I had to Google this. I need to see these fireworks. Hey, he was trying though? to cover. He's covering his body like. Oh man, body. that ain't. That's what Goldberg walked through when he come out, fam. That ain't. <laughs> so somebody set that video to Goldberg's theme song. <laughs> It was terrible. It was supposed to be big kabooms and all of that shit. So oh, Kenny I gotta, I gotta send y'all this link. Y'all gotta see this. Kenny, this ain't nothing. It wasn't nothing. And Twitter lit his ass up. Mm-hmm. They lit, they lit their ass. Up. And then y'all was talking about some damn Christian. <laughs> <laughs> y'all brought the big show to bring over Christian. All hey, right. Look, I mean, I guess they thought like you know Edge is headlining WrestleMania. Like this is a big sign, and we got. Edge Jr. Edge was always second fiddle to, or I mean, Christian was always second fiddle to Edge. His song said, "Last you on your own." That made him trash, anyways. <laughs> you didn't. I like used to love that intro. Strong. I used to love that intro, but nobody gave a damn about Christian like that. Yeah, I was just like, that don't tip the needle for me. Like, oh man, I'm for the start watching like AEW. Like, no. I liked him, but he was always like Matt Hardy. Like, I fucked with Matt Hardy, but but we came here to see Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Right, like. <laughs> I'm not saying you sucked, but we wasn't checking for Christian. Matt Hardy and AEW, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Matt Hardy. Delete all that shit. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy got the juice now. He just had to, you know, I mean, con- considering, like, they're old now, like, mm-hmm. there ain't much juice left to be squeezed out, but in comparison between the two, like, Matt's the one who got the juice of the two brothers now, mm-hmm. which is, is weird to say. Wait, did y'all watch uh, last week when Shaq was on there? I seen his bump. I saw the clips. I seen the power. Yeah, bump. I seen the clips. I didn't watch that actual match, but I heard it was a good match. That was the first seconds of AEW I ever watched live, and it, I enjoyed it. Like I don't, y'all know how I feel about Shaq, but <laughs> he did what he had to do. Like that came was, in, gave him a, a clean ass power bomb, and then mm-hmm. it was a clean. Yeah, was that power bomb was. I was like, look at Shaq out here. But I mean, he was overacting, but it's wrestling, so it, it works. It it fits in perfectly, but he that was a hell of a bump he took. That mm-hmm. definitely was a hell of a bump. That month. it looked fun. Like I said, I want to go through the table. But I mean, the, he's what seven two. We can we can arrange that three hundred plus, bro. Like it got to be the gimmick table though. Like I'm not trying to get hit by that metal part around it. Oh, I know we, people who we can call to find one of them tables. We can do that this summer if you really want to go through a table. I'm sure that oh, Ken, Ken, or Ken, or Ken or Ten oh. uh, will put you through one gladly. That's him with three D's ass. No, no, thank you. I don't want that. You keep pitching it. We can do like a shield power power bomb, and I can be the one in the back who don't really be doing. Too, like you can't do a three person power bomb, but they always did. I can be the one in the back, kind of pretending to help. <laughs> no, you gotta be. On oh the yeah, write that I down. Can... We put Eric going through a table this summer. Goddamn it. Okay, so Eric threw a table twenty five on twenty. What else we got from this episode? <laughs> we got <laughs> hey, listen. I might, I might want to. No, nah, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm about to say I'll do a swan time, but nah. Through swan time, what? Where? Where? Off the ladder? Swan time, Eric, do a table. You gonna do it off the ladder? <laughs> no, no. I hold that motherfucker. I hold the ladder. Too much. I hold that motherfucker. Can't just go tip the ladder over and shit. Only race. Am I bad? I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, random question though. If you was a wrestler and you had to make your debut today, would you want them to, like Rhea Ripley's about to come. So they're doing visionettes of her and showing just like little clips and things like that for her. Or would you want to come in doing like your own promos, talking crazy to people or like speaking your gospels of the world or whatever the case may be? Mm -hmm. Or would you want to come in as like a surprise attack? Like, 
Oh my God, who is this guy? Oh, he's whooping his ass. Oh. <laughs> hey, would you want that to be your intro? Like, how would you want to be introduced if you were a wrestler? Me, oh, you build me up. Like, make me look like I'm that nigga. <laughs> so when I come in, you know, I don't got to do too much, just do a little razzle dazzle, and then I'm already sold. That's fair. Like, to me, the coldest debuts have been like Jericho in WWE yeah. and yeah. AJ Styles. So, like, to me, like, those are two. Where it's just like the music hits, you ain't sure who it is, and then they come out and it's like, yeah. it's down. There's Eric. Jericho finally hit ass too. Jericho's probably my favorite because for weeks you just saw that little countdown thing. Yeah, you like, who the hell is this? Yeah, and then it was like it got down to like the last week and shit. It's like December ain't for like four months. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> and then they came on during the air and. You heard this the break the walls down. Yeah, like, oh, oh, shit. You saw Jericho and he came out. And then like, talking oh, shit. shit. I, was like, oh. <laughs> I was so geeked. Yeah, I was a WCW kid. So I was like, like I was geek geek. Like I was on the phone yeah. with, with Sam. She's like, who is this? I'm like, Chris Jericho. Like, <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> that was actually the moment where I learned that like there was whole wrestling ecosystem outside of like wrestling where people knew like Jericho was coming to WWF. I was like, I yeah, I didn't. Know I hadn't even realized he was on WWE. Honestly, <laughs> he jumped ship before it was sold. Like he came mm-hmm. at the right time. Like he came mm-hmm. before he had to be part of that invasion storyline proper. Right. So it was it was smooth. I think Thank I would want to have the Jericho type of intro too. Either that or the yeah, the random one running out beating somebody up. Like who is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those. Two. Uh, I think I would like to the. Hmm. The surprise attack would probably be dope too. Just come in flying off the ropes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's what the shield did. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. You know, like if they set you up the right way, because the shield like interrupted a WWE Championship match. Like Jericho came Seven. out and interrupted. I mean, I'm saying like as their debut, Jericho came in and interrupted the Rock mid promo. Like for somebody that's a great talker, like that's the best position that you could possibly put them in. You know what I mean? Like one on one with the great one. There you go. Well, AJ Styles, you got you <laughs> debut him during the Royal Rumble against Roman Reigns. Like you put him in a prime like spotlight spot. So it's like again, like it just depends on like what your strengths are as a person, I guess, mm-hmm. or as a wrestler, yeah. wrestling That's character. That is fair. I'm just curious. Who is this? Oh, okay. I, I don't know how you pronounce her name. Was it Maya Shaka? Yeah, that was for, that was for Eric, but uh. We got some more history being made. We have the first black woman to officiate an NFL game. I believe her name is pronounced Maya Shaka. So yeah, she's going to make yeah. history uh, as the first black woman to ref an NFL game. Congratulations. Again, Definitely dope. Really wish I would have seen you out there when I was a kid because that was my dream job. I wanted to be a ref. And I was told <laughs> that girls couldn't do it. Girls mm-hmm. couldn't be a ref. So I just put, I just returned my little uh, refer- or my for Dummies book back to the library. And I just moved on to meteorology. How sad. It was sad. It was that a very sad day. But at least to this day, like I know every call, like I know all the little hand signals. I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay, we got this going. So you know It's never too late, Camille. Nah, I don't I don't want to deal with them attitudes. You gotta start in the in the low coat in the low reffing ranks and then you gotta move on up. I'm okay. I'm okay on that. Tell me kids. Move up in the podcasting ranks. That's what I'm trying to move up in. <laughs> Tim and Ken's kids gonna start playing sports soon. Like you can just, you know, start refing their little peewee games and out here. No, so I can hear their mouth yelling at me on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like, Give us some new glasses. What, the, what is this? <laughs> no, I'm usually no, nice to rest because I used to be a ref. So I'm usually nice to rest. No, thank you. 
I want your kids out there. <laughs> we'll see. That is, I we'll think, see soon. Yeah, you know, can't nobody tell you your kid not cold, even if they're trash, bro. I'm going to try to be real with him. I'm going to try to give it a buck with him. We'll see. He's he doing oh, baseball. I can't, so I can't we'll wait see. to come uh, come to your kids' games. Well, I'm going to be the one in the audience that it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Y'all going to be all cool. Because I used to go to my brother's games, and I'll be in the audience acting a fool. I miss them. I can't wait to go to some games. Yeah. Y'all tell them. Y'all tell them Auntie about to be out there acting a fool. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see Sam was at sporting events where she got to cheer for somebody. So I'm like, Sam, this is baseball. This oh, are you going to have me and her next to each Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Sam, listen. It's baseball. Like, it's over. <laughs> they got to hear things, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's uh, over. But, um... All right, a couple uh, franchise tags real quick. Uh, today was the deadline for teams to franchise tag their players. So, uh, Tampa Bay, they took Chris Godwin off the uh, market. Carolina took offensive tackle Tyler Morton. Uh, Jacksonville tagged offensive tackle Cam Robinson. Washington uh, guard Brandon, Sh- I think it's Sheriff. Sharif. Sharif. New York Jets safety Marcus May. Denver safety Justin Simmons. Chicago smart. Yeah. Uh, New York I know Giants. he was mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They better yeah. pay that man. Was, he was he, the, the contract he gets is supposed to meet like, <laughs> it's pretty much market value for a wide receiver. So whatever yeah, the highest contract. But no player likes the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, but he deserved it though. Allen deserved it. He deserved what? <laughs> Allen deserved to get paid, B. Talking about a full, a full contract. You know Cam wants yeah. to keep Want to keep him there? I was Absolutely. trying to pry him away. Have you seen? You saw what he was doing this year with Trubisky. <laughs> what? You saw like, what he's been dog. doing his whole career. He had Blake Bortles. Yeah, he, he's used to he's used to mediocre. Exactly. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, he wanted to run away and, and come over to Green Bay Packer land. Mm-hmm. He wants to see like what an accurate quarterback look like. Hey, bro. Just like Juju. We about to get him though. I was gonna say he gonna be super thankful when y'all got Jimmy G back there. But the young. Who gets Jimmy G? <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the most mediocre quarterback that's on the market. That's something we would do, though. We'll, we'll pass Deshaun, we'll pass Cam, everybody. I did see that y'all really are making some strong bids to get Russ. So y'all really are trying to run that up like y'all should be trying to do. Yeah, I didn't think they was going to go, but they really been trying to see what we can do. Y'all trying? Hey, you called us. We here. What's up? Hey, for real. <laughs> uh, New York uh, Giants tagged uh, defensive lineman Leonard Williams. New Orleans got uh, safety Marcus Williams back, and Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott. But like we said earlier, it's just kind of like a placeholder. Um, players who did not get tagged was Kenny Galladay for Detroit, the wide receiver. So just come on over here, bro. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers tagged in Hunter Henry, which is a big one. Yeah. Uh, Seattle DB Shaquille Griffin. Seattle running back Chris Carson. Green Bay running back Aaron Jones, but we're trying to work out a contract with him. Yay! Tampa <laughs> Bay linebacker Shaq Barrett, though. Um, a couple other ones came through. The Buccaneers did re-sign Levante David to a two-year, $25 million extension. The Titans did cut Malcolm Butler. Finally, because it was it was a whole cycle with him over there with them, but he was and physical. Think, and all of a sudden, it went to just trash. Like it was a whole bunch of crap over there with him. But and I think free. that they didn't tag their tight end. I forgot what his name was. Johnu something. Yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. we didn't have this in there, but the Titans also traded Isaiah Wilson. Mm-hmm. He was their first round pick last year. Me, me. Yeah. He was actually the dude whose mom like elbowed his girl out of the shot. Tim, like to your point about wide receivers, like there's a very good class. Um, so I saw a tweet earlier, top free agent wide receivers, Juju, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Brown, Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Nelson mm-hmm. Aguilar, and A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> but that, the how you gonna add AJ Green? But then you talk about Blake Griffin go change the contender race in the NBA. Like I try to get AJ. See, I try to get him the Benny. He changed, uh, He had a new quarterback, more accurate quarterback, better quarterback. I try to give him the Benny, but he was still uh, AJ. AJ Green is the the NFL Blake Griffin. I try to get cast the benefit of the doubt first. I really do, and then when you don't, then, you know you you open and change in my mind. You open the change my mind. But yeah, so it's 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 a lot of receivers out there. Plus the draft class is loaded with receivers again this year. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun offseason. It's already been they've been willing and dealing and cutting and all kind of stuff. Like it's hella offensive tackles out here. Hella offensive like top notch offensive tackles mm-hmm. and guards. Yeah. Like if they're looking for a line and they want to keep rust, Seattle you better make some money move. Grab one of these linemen, one or two of these linemen. Or the Ravens could find some linemen because they need something to protect uh Lamar. They need to sign Lamar, give him a contract extension. I have a feeling that's gonna get ugly. You think so? Well, I Lamar feel like Jackson? that might get ugly with Lamar. Why do you think so? Because the way that it sounds like now it don't sound like they really trying to sign them. But I could just be It could be me But I don't really get Like feelings like that Randomly Like with mm-hmm. teams That I don't care about Like I mean Like I like <laughs> I like Baltimore I do I fuck with Baltimore But like, it just sounds like The team was giving off A uh, We trying I mean I mean, their GM did say That it's gonna Quote unquote Take a little time to, It's gonna take a little time that deal. And That's Kind of still like a uh, we'll, We working on it Like we'll, we'll get something done Like mm-hmm. That's not necessarily reassuring Like yeah We working with them We just We ain't here yet no, hear, But we yeah. working on it Like the language not, isn't Yeah Yeah It's not It's yeah. coming off as We're trying to keep him But more so like He around We'll see what happens Because I still don't think They trust the fact that He's a running quarterback The way he is And they I feel like they waiting On something to happen Which mm-hmm. sounds terrible But that's how Like teams be looking At shit like that and that's so, why I disagree with the franchise today because it's, it's like either pay me or let me go let so me somebody go. else can pay me. But like, don't just hold me hostage until my body breaks down and then you got me below. Yeah. Right. Did it last year. Facts. Facts. Yeah, that's terrible. And the GM also said that whatever Dak just did, that ain't got nothing to do with us over here. <laughs> You can say that. That ain't how that works. Right. You can say that. It's like, and that's hey, why agents need to be colluding. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, so the NFL offseason is it's it's in full swing. Fitz Magic want to keep playing too. So next week is when free agency kicks off as well. So the NFL off, like you mentioned, it's, it's about to really kick up. Then we got the draft coming up uh, April. April. So mm-hmm. we on the way there. I'm about to start diving into the the, the draft prospects. We need, we especially after seeing that. Uh, it's also a really deep linebacker class too, with and the quarterback. I don't need no quarterback. I don't care about that. I'm just like, the talent that's there, like, into the third round, you still may get some, like, first-round type talent. Ken, you might want to care about that since y'all got, what, y'all picked, what, 20th? 
<clears throat> yeah. Something like that, y'all in the twenties, something like that. I don't care about the quarterback. Packers we, we are. Right. <laughs> too many already. Right. <clears throat> too too <Whoops>. many. <laughs> uh, so again, like I actually let, let you take this, but because uh, mm-hmm. you asked the question. Um, yeah, so I asked this question: Does um, does your sport team tell like what type of person or what type of personality you have? Like, can you tell that just by someone's like favorite sport teams? I so, think certain. Oh, go ahead, Tim. No, so I guess an example was I'm a hometown fan, so I use hometown team. So, well, I forgot what was the analogy or not the analogy, but the the. You're a homer. Well, I was saying like, um, like if if somebody our age is a fan of the Yankees and the Cowboys and the Lakers, like that probably tells you that they they're a front runner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because they gravitated to the teams that were winning <laughs> when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. But it actually came back to bite you because like a lot of those teams fell on hard times after that. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, like that's what you gravitated towards. But like. As a hometown fan, like maybe that says that you're, you know, loyal to the people around you, or mm-hmm. you know, that you hold that type of stuff dear to you, right? Mm-hmm. So, those are my examples. But I, in general, I don't think so. Like, cause again, uh, it's kind of like what you gravitate to as a kid. Yeah, the team. I don't think so, but I think that the way people react in sport tells a lot about the personality. I've always mm-hmm. said that not necessarily like a team, but people who jump from team to team like every other year. I think that says a lot about somebody's personality. To me, it yeah, always like has. Or, mm-hmm. Like when I was like dating and like looking at men, I was always asked them a few sport questions because I wanted, it was a good barometer for me. Like like you laugh, but like it always panned out. If I mm-hmm. talked to a man and they were like, oh, like, you know, I, I like this team, but the next year it's like, I like this team. I'm going for them. I'll be like, we ain't going, we ain't going to work out. You, <laughs> you move around a little bit too much. And the, the gentleman who subscribed to that, Tim, you know, him and you hated him. So uh, it works, it, it works, it works out. And, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I seen him. I was like, yeah, I'm like, Hey, Ain't no good. It went nothing good coming that way. And um, I always felt that way. Like even like just playing on a team, which isn't necessarily the same question, but mm-hmm. sports brings out your true character. I know what's his name in video games too. What's it? Myers Leonard. Oh, he was mm-hmm. using anti-Semitic rhetoric yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Like why do people out? have slurs for every damn group? Like it'd be stuff <laughs> I've never even <laughs> heard of. Like, <laughs> When I heard him say that, I was like, whoa, how is that in your vocabulary? Like, yeah, yeah like, where you get that from? Like, what the fuck? Like, white people have slurs for different down. types of white people. Like, you know, it's slurs for, like, That's Italians. It's slurs for Irish people. I'm like, how? It's crazy. That's just hate. Like, that's like right. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, that's way too much energy devoted towards, like, dehumanizing people. But again, like, it, it, it show, like, those things show you things about people. Like, if you're a good teammate, if you are, like, it tells a lot about your character. So mm-hmm. I think there's something to say about using sports to uh, get a gauge of somebody's personality, but I'm not sure if the team alone will tell you that. Okay. Cause yeah, there's to your point, like people so. have different reasons for rooting for the teams or players that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is kind of like, it, 
it's kind of like how that's where that generational divide comes in. Cause I think that we're like at the tail end of generations that gravitate more towards teams. Cause I think younger kids, especially like NBA fans, like they gravitate towards players more. So, I mean, like even some people in our generation do, but like definitely before yeah. us, like it was always team first, team first, team first. But like basically LeBron came in through and like wrecked all that. It was just like, yeah, is you know, people root for players. So it's like, I'm not a Cavs fan. I'm not a Heat fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. And that's fine to me as long as they say mm-hmm. that. But don't pretend mm-hmm. like you, you've you been on the, the wagon for all Yeah, that's what I mean. Because like, now all of a sudden everybody Laker fans are like, bro. Where was y'all at when, <laughs> when Clarkson was our number one player, B? <laughs> Look at dude. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, where were y'all at? Like mm-hmm. don't yeah. As long as you can like if you're as long as you're honest, like I'm I'm cool. Like whatever your your fan but just don't pretend on nothing because again it, it tells me something about your personality. That's <laughs> that's not endearing to me. That's yeah. why I'll, to me it's not endearing. I wear my squads hard we all day. Yeah, yeah. And it's been that way because you've been annoying me about them Lakers since I was a kid. So Yeah. Always been Lake Show. We out here. Lakers Nation, what up? <laughs> I know you're listening, Niggas, what up? <laughs> Eaglewood, where you at? You wasn't in the top. You wasn't in the top ten this week, man. Eaglewood was good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a good question. That's yeah, I like that. Overtime is launching Overtime Elite, which is going to be a basketball league for sixteen to eighteen year olds. Those players are going to get at least a hundred thousand dollars for their salary, health benefits, and an equity stake in overtime. If the athlete decides after they get done in that league that they don't want to play basketball professionally, overtime will cover college tuition up to 100000 mm. They're going to have 30-person basketball op teams, expert or access to experts in nutrition, fitness, and sports science, and they're going to have a four-to-one student-to-teacher ratio. So I love it. I, yeah. We've talked about it That's for different, different avenues. The more avenues these young uh, players have <laughs> to make money and to use their gifts to profit. Like I am for it. I love that they also added in the fact that if they don't do it, like we'll also pay for tuition. Like you ain't got to worry about that because you won't have eligibility. That's a hard word right now. Eligibility. Man, I was stumbling on that one. But yeah, like we got you. Like you got college. Like I love it. And I just want to say shout out to LeVar Ball and the JBA because yeah, y'all tried win. this, yeah. not at this level. Later, y'all did succeed. But y'all tried it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all tried it. Y'all had the idea. Y'all threw it out there. And I see y'all plans, but we're going to erase that there and there. <laughs> we'll tweak this a little bit. You tried it. Like to, I appreciate it. Because this is how my mind works. I always look to the potential downsides before I like fully invest in something. So I, I need to know that, you know, like who's back in this league? Like what? Like are they on solid financial footing? Because again, like if you get kids invested at sixteen, and then the league goes under, and then they can't pay the hundred thousand dollars for towards tuition and stuff like that, like then this kid is just plus away. Not only college eligibility, high school eligibility, like you might have set them back for like their professional development, like that type of stuff is the only thing I'm concerned. Like if it was like the NBA, if it was backed by the NBA or Nike or some institution that you know is going to be financially solvable like or at least can if the league flops like they somebody's going to be on the hook to pay these people well like then i would feel a lot better is one thing you said overtime is a lot more stable than big baller brand Mm -hmm. uh was i also saw that carmelo anthony who is an overtime investor he's putting money behind this league as well 
Um, so looks like they have a, a, a stronger footing to start. Right. And I, that wasn't like a knock on overtime or anything. It's just saying like, the, no, for when I'm, I see I'm leagues saying, like, like this, that's, that's where I immediately go to. It's like, this needs to be like legit through and through for me to be, you know. Oh no, I hear you. I'm just, in case people don't know thing. about yeah. overtime or what, or, you know, anything about them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Carmelo is a big uh, shareholder in overtime actually. So when they did their last, uh, like fundraiser, you know, startup or whatever, they mm-hmm. actually were able to raise I think, like, over $35 million. So they got some. What is money. overtime? Overtime is like an app, a social media app, uh, and they have like short uh, sport video content. Like it's gotcha. like Instagram for sports, pretty much. Gotcha. Okay. So hopefully it works out. Hopefully they get some more funders. I can imagine that Carmelo is probably in the ear of other NBA players trying to get them to, to invest as well. So. I just love these young dudes having options. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, sure. Other, I'm just looking up more about overtime. Some other investors in overtime include uh, Spark Capital, MSG Networks, Sapphire Ventures, NBA players such as Victor Oladipo and former pro basketball player Baron Davis. Okay. Kevin Durant has also uh, given funds to them as well as former NBA commissioner David Stern. Mm. Mm. Okay. So they got some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. But again, like I need, I need, I just want to make sure you know everything's on the up and up for these kids. Because yeah, prove it. <laughs> you got people investing, but you know sometimes they invest because they know they can make a buck off it, not necessarily because they're altruistic. So yeah, we don't want no funny money for sure. Yeah. Um, but Creighton University suspended and then quickly reinstated head coach Craig <laughs> McDermott after he. Uh, told his players not to leave the plantation. Um, it was part of like a, a locker room speech that he was giving, basically trying to tell them to stay invested. Like he felt like he was, lo- they were losing focus and he was saying like, you know, don't, don't check out essentially is what he was trying to say, but he used plantation metaphors, mm-hmm. which didn't go over well with his players, but he apologized mm-hmm. and was entertained by the Team. So, like, I don't know if y'all remember last week where I was like, I think I got to blow the whistle, but I haven't been able to read it because it broke, like, while was we were that? recording. So, like, it was this, yeah. Mm. I got you. Yeah, he uh, ain't too much <laughs> to say about dude. Like, to have plantation in your, like, we were mentioning yeah. earlier, like, to have it in your vocabulary. vocabulary. Yeah. Like, I don't see how you giving it up. Right. Uh, two things. One, like, that's Doug McDermott's daddy. But two, um, like, I wonder if it was, like, you know, because, like, you hear some people say, you know, like, leave the reservation, which also, thinking about it now, is, like, that's probably problematic, too. Like, there are so many idioms that we have, like, that nobody really pays attention to, like, the origin of, and then, like, when yeah. you really break it down, it's like, oh, that probably came from, from some racist shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like, like if you, Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Like, if you say, like, you know, like you say, like, I got gypped, like, to say that you that's, were, like, scammed or bamboozled, like, I had that's to stop saying that. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> that's problematic. Don't say that. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, basically just think oh, about the words that you say and the way it's that a, you say it's it. A, it's a derogatory <laughs> yes, way to, yeah, to talk yeah. about gypsies, gypsy people, yeah. Which, they don't even, like, they're Ro- Romani, Romani, like, you aren't even supposed to say gypsies anymore, so. Hey, correct me. I need to learn. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, like that was, I'm just saying like that's an example of like things that we don't even, you know, like that aren't necessarily like everyday things that we think about or that we're exposed to, but um that are problematic and that probably need to be corrected. 
but they don't get the attention as as much attention as other things possibly do. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So just think before you speak and actually think about the words that you say and words possibly where they came from. Yeah. Um, the NBA and the NBA Players Association uh, plan to eliminate fi- the 50-game limit for two-way contracts this season and allow two-way players to be eligible for the playoffs. <laughs> so in reality, what that means is that they get two extra roster spots um, for the rest of the season. Good, good, good. Like you seen they brought our boy okay. Namdi up, dog. Mamdi? Yeah, Mamdi D. Dikite. Yeah, yeah, that's how you say it. You know, it's funny because I think. Can like who? Yeah, I don't know who. I was like, who? Um, he's, a, he's, a, is, he's a Bucks two way player who was yeah. averaging like 18 and 10 in the G League. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he, he's done he, he had a game where he had like 28 and 15, like three blocks. Like, uh, what, what position he play? Yeah, like power forward center. He's a power oh, forward. He's he's like six nine. Oh, okay. six nine power forward. That's what's I mean, up. He's a mobile big. Like I think his his cult following, his hive is is reminiscent of the Christian Wood. Like the I think Woodlands. that's what. Yeah, like it's. I was a big fan of Christian Wood. Like when we seen him at the scrimmage and stuff like that, I was telling you, I was like, dude, come on, I like dude, like what? Mm-hmm. Hoping this shit like that. He like he probably ain't gonna see no minutes. We should have let him see minutes. <laughs> but. uh I think it's kind of like a uh, okay. We best out on Christian Wood. We see potential in this guy that kind of mm-hmm. feels like the same story. Let's see what we got. Especially since everybody complaining about Brooks' mobility right now. Hey, we have we already have a big that's mobile that can rebound and has has a high motor on defense in the G League. Who's mm-hmm. actually hooping? Let's bring him up and give him a shot. Don't Christian Wood him. I think that's what a lot of his, <laughs> his, his don't his Christian Wood him is funny. I like that. But it's a, it's a thing in Milwaukee now. No, I, I, I've i seen it. I've seen it. Um, <laughs> one thing about Mom D that I want to say, I, I was listening to uh, Locked on Bucks. I think it was Kane or whoever the guest was on the episode, but they were pointing out the fact, the difference between Christian Wood and Mom D in a sense that Christian Wood in the G League, he was doing everything. He was bringing the ball up. He was showing like, I am a star. Okay, do you hear me? I am a, I am a star. I can do I want to be the man. And that was always a knock on Christian Wood was his attitude and the way he approached the game, which is why he ended up in the G League eventually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily just because of talent. It was like he thought he was the man before he was the man, which that level of confidence isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it made teams have pause with him. And in Milwaukee, the pause came because he played the same position as Giannis. So they were kind of like, there's no way for you to be exactly what you want to be here because mm-hmm. we already have that with Giannis. Like, you you can't be the focal point of our team because we have a focal point. Yes. That was part of the the reason why Christian Wood didn't work here. Now, in retrospect, should you have made that work somehow? Yes. But they did <laughs> not. And, and that kind of, not to cut you ahead. off, but just to interject really quickly, like, that kind of goes back to my point. Like, last year, talking about like why Carmelo wasn't necessarily in the league to begin the year. It's like mm-hmm. doctors and nurses are both, you know, medical professionals, but like they have different skill sets and they, just because you're a good doctor doesn't make you a good nurse. So like basically Christian Wood, like he has to be involved in everything. Like he has to be like the playmaker. He has to be the one, like, like you said, he has to be the star. Whereas, you know, other players can actually come in and be role players. Um, they might not be as talented as Christian Wood, but like they may be more important because again, like you have a Giannis, you don't need a Christian Wood. You need a role bunch player. of Pat Connaughton. You know what I mean? Like so <laughs> that was that was my point. So with with Mombi, he has 
he has skills that are actually look like they could be translatable to being a good role player next to Giannis, which is why I was into like, I'm like, I'm not as crazy as Twitter is about him, mm-hmm. but like, wild, <laughs> like, cause realistically who, like, I don't know what he can really be able to do. Like he's not going to, you know, to scale that way, but bucks are going to be in salary cap hell for a while. So they need as many young players as they can get that are impactful in some way. And mm-hmm. I think that Mamdi can actually do that because he's a defense first uh, forward block shots, Rim run, you know, like that's I'm thinking all like a Jared you, Allen. Somewhat, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's what you really need. Like, and I think that Mandy has more potential on the Bucks than Christian Wood did because of the reasons that we just said. But good luck to Mandy. I hope I hope Bud gets some playing time. That was gonna be my last point. Because <laughs> like you never know. You just gotta get Bud to buy in. Like that's the most important thing. You never knew. Uh, so the finalists for the 2021 class of the Basketball Hall of Fame have been announced. Um, first of all, shouts out Marcus Johnson, finalist. Hey, get a man this year. Bucks legend. Greatest hairline in the history of, well, second greatest hairline in the history of basketball. Jalen Rose. Rose. (laughs) 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 Had to correct myself real quickly. Um, Ken's favorite player, Paul Pierce. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him, but congrats, but fuck. Uh, Chris Bosch, uh, okay. Michael Cooper, Tim Hardaway, Tim Ben Hardaway. Wallace, Chris Weber. Um, and then for coaches, we have Rick Adelman and Bill Russell, who was actually inducted in 1975 as a player. Um, he was the first black head coach in the NBA, and he led the Celtics to back-to-back championships in 90, 1968 and 1967 when he was also playing. Bill Russell trying to get his uh, his nature boy, Ric Flair, on. Induct me yeah. multiple times, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need all the rings. Right. I need all the accolades. I know Lenny Wilkins is in both as a player and a coach, but I'm not sure if anybody else is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but notable nominees who did not make the cut for 21 class uh, include Chauncey Billups, Richard Hamilton, Becky Hammond, and Swin Cash. Dang. Hopefully but, soon, though. And, yeah. There's always next year. Mm-hmm. All right. Am I the only one with a blow the whistle this week? Anyone Yo, else got anything? All right. Let's blow the whistle. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. So my blow to whistle this week is just on NBA media, okay? As somebody who podcasts um, outside of her regular nine-to-five job, I don't have all day to watch sports. I don't have all day to research sports. I only have the hours (laughs) allocated to me when I'm off the clock. And, (laughs) hey, I I do what I can do, okay? I I, I think I know what I'm talking about for, you know, at least enough to be here on this platform. Meanwhile, you have people who are getting paid, getting paid to watch sports, to go and talk about sports. And they, they just don't seem to take that seriously. And it bothers me in particular. What what caused me to have this blow to whistle was I saw a clip from first take in which Stephen A. Smith I was talking about Dame Dalla and how cold Dame is and talking about how much better Dame would be if he played in New York. Like that was the whole, like the, the segment, like just come, I'm just saying, like just come to New York. Like I, I'm saying, and that's a problem with the NBA because the NBA 
makes its offseason and player movement the most important part of the, the league when they should be focusing on the talent that they actually have. Like, NFL doesn't do that. Like, in the offseason, sure, we can speculate all we want to. It is the offseason. There is nothing else to talk about. But in the middle of a season, while Dame is having, like, a, like a great year leading the, the Trailblazers to the five seed himself, dang near, without CJ, like, that's not the time to do that. That's when you should be giving big ups to Portland. Portland deserves that love. That is their guy. Stop trying to take these players out of their markets when they're happy there. Like, in the NFL, you will tune in on a Thursday night game. First of all, a Thursday night game against the doggone <laughs> Bengals and t- give me another trash yes. team. Just, and they'll hype it up. They will hype it up. They will make you think that game is so important. Shoot, we were, t- we were tuned in for the NFC East race when they, they weren't even over 500. Them teams are terrible. They were terrible. <laughs> But they made it mean something. They made the games feel important regardless of the fact that those teams were doing poorly. Even before we knew how it was going to end, those teams were just trash. (laughs) Like, they made you think it was important and to tune in. The NBA does not do that. Like, NBA media just craps on the small market teams. They crap on the bad teams. They don't incentivize you to watch those games in any way. And it makes me mad. I'm tired of it. Give these players their shine where they're at. In the offseason, if you want to speculate, go ahead. That's what the offseason is for. But right now, you should be highlighting what they do. Highlight the the young dudes on the bench. Highlight whatever you can about the team to make people tune in. That's why people don't care about the regular season as it is. Like, do a better job marketing your product. And if y'all need some help, call Tech File because we'll come and do it. Indeed. We'll come and do it the right way. I guarantee you that. You pay me. Hey, NBA. Now, all day? (laughs) <laughs> give me all day yeah. and I can spend my day watching film and reading stats and oh my god you know what I could be do you know what I could be <laughs> if I had all day I would be amazing fam that's all I'm saying just NBA media needs to be better they need to be better because the way that they cover this league does it a disservice because at this moment there is so much great talent spread amongst this league that they should be getting way more shine than what they're doing so my blow whistle is just on NBA media just please be better and Shaq, not knowing uh, players' first names, is not endearing, fam. It's not endearing. I have to know who Mitchell Robinson is. Like, it's not endearing. Okay? Also, just saying done. they got itch at the end of that name, that means they can shoot. <laughs> That's racist. Like He did say that. Yeah, that is racist. It is. He said like, they got itch at the end of their name? <laughs> <laughs> if if their name ends with IC, like, they can shoot. He did say that. He he named a whole bunch of forms. Like, he just started. Yeah. He so, y'all go, bitch. So, y'all go, bitch. Yeah. Don't chitch. Yo, kitch. Like, oh, ha, ha, that's so funny. Right. Like, I can give you some better analysis than that, fam. Right. Come on. I'm tired. I'm tired. But like, Camille, what you just did was basically distill the last four years of this podcast for me into, like, 90 seconds. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I've been railing on, like, as long as I've had a plot, uh, platform. Like, do a better job of marketing your like it pissed me off to no end. Like the bus were in the conference champ conference finals and like they're talking about like, oh, what's KD gonna do? Is Ky- is Kawhi gonna stay in Toronto? It's like, why is that leading the jump right now? Like why are y'all not talking about the game that you had last night? Like you do a, a piss poor job of marketing your product and then wonder why like your reins are in the toilet. Right. Again, if y'all like, want it done right. I didn't gotcha. hear him talk about like Tom Brady's gonna lead the Patriots and what team is he gonna go to like in the middle of the season. No, like 
well, he might leave at the end of the year, but like, what can he do while he's still in New Orleans, New England? Like, that's all you heard. And they were like, this could be his last guy. Like, they were hyping right. up that way. Like, tune in. It could right. be it's like, <laughs> hmm. come on now, man. Like, I got to be better. Y'all got to be better. That being said, let's go into the tech top five for the past, for the week and get out of here. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech Top Five. Last week's Tech Top Five was best sport jingles. We had a two-way tie. Myself and Tim. Shut up. Oh, who phone ringing? Hey. Hey, I'm going to put my beatbox on, So, yeah, me and Tim won last week. We split that. So, congrats, Coach Champ, for the past week. For sure. This week, we are doing best sport nicknames. Michelle. Tim. Um, okay. So, number five. Why am I What happened? I don't know, fam. Stuff weird. <laughs> Anyways, number five. <laughs> I got Revis Island. I thought that was cool, and then all of a sudden, Revis Island became a thing where it's just a saying that you're putting a man on an island. So, his nickname kind of came became a thing for shit. I guess the current culture now, like, we was, I mean, that man really was locking up the entire side of the field. Like, they never threw over that <laughs> Like, no, what you got Revis on? He is a rap. Don't even look for the quarterback. Don't ask for no plays. Nothing. Number four. Uh, I got Black Mamba. Number three. I got Half Man, Half Amazing. Number two. I have Air Jordan. And number one with a bullet is He Hate Me. That shit was so cold, dog. That is a cold. Rod Smart was so cold when he hate me. Did the motherfucker yeah. do a kick me tires and he running away from me? All you see on the back of his jersey is he hate me. You pissed off, dog. Thank you, damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He was talking shit in his press conferences afterwards. Rod Smart was a legend in the XFL, dog. He hate me. Was cold. Man, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, not, no, my number five is a little obscure, but it's. Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare. Like, that's just called alliteration. <laughs> like, he's Nigerian. <laughs> it's evocative. It gets the people going. It gets um, the people going. Four, I got the Legion of Boom. Like, okay. that's just called. Like, Legion of Doom. You know, they known for hitting people hard. Coldest fucking secondary in NFL history. Can't beat it. Number three, White Chocolate. Like, it's self-explanatory, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> like that was the only thing that, like, it was it perfectly fit Jason Williams. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, did. It, did. it really did. Uh, number two, I don't want to step on Ken's toes, but the juice is just cold. Like two, three, <laughs> and that is that's a cold nickname. Like it's OJ. Like you know what I mean? Like, it is OJ. Like, like that's like, a cold ass like, name, bro. Like, whoever came up with that? That's just cold, bro. That's, that's a cold nickname. That's brilliant. Like it is. Ignoring all the other shit he did, but you, you know, Nick, as far as nicknames nickname go, is, is solid. Geez. The nickname is solid. Yeah, and number one is Magic Johnson because, like, that's his name at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, like it perfectly, it perfectly sums up like watching Irvin Johnson play basketball. Like that don't even sound right saying Irvin Johnson. Bucks, like it's, it don't. it's magic. when I hear Irvin, Irvin Johnson. I think of uh, Irvin, no, all the books. Irvin, no magic, no magic, <laughs> no magic Johnson. Dude had a boosie fade, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, bro. Hey, Cassie used to go to the barbershop, go to G's, like, let me get the EJ. 
<laughs> hey, shout out to my guy Bonds, bro. He be hitting that shit all the time. Urban Nomadic. Hey, that's, that's a nickname that really stuck. <laughs> he was before his time because, like, if he would have came out like ten years later, he would have been a muggle. <laughs> that. You know my honorable mention. Get off of that? <laughs> my yeah. honorable mention for for my my top five. I gotta go to the Greek freak. That's a nickname that I did not like uh, initially. But it has really, it has really grown Greek on me, freak. especially with the freak uh, merchandising. I just, I just kind of like that. But didn't make the top five. Number five, I got Doctor J. The doctor is in. Okay. Doctor J was always a cold, mm-hmm. a cold nickname to me. And he had some cold posters based off that nickname. Like it was, it was just, it was just great. It was beautiful. I think more folks might refer to him as Doctor J at this point than they actually do by Julius Irving. So, you know. Number four, I got Iron Mike because Iron Mike Tyson is just, it just, it flows. Like, box, some boxers have some great nicknames, and I <laughs> loved Iron Mike Tyson. Like, that's just, just a great nickname for me. Three, I got Air Jordan, his airness, because <laughs> your name is, your name is Air. Like, like it's Air, fam. Like, it's immaculate. Number two, I got Primetime, Deion Sanders, I'm because. Wrong. Man, your name is Primetime? <laughs> like, your nickname is Primetime. You show up. You ready for them moments. Love that. And then number one, I got Magic because Eric Hardy explained why. Like, his name is Magic now. It's Magic Johnson. Like, that's it. <laughs> and it's just a cold nickname. What's your nickname? Oh, Magic. Because I'd be on the court. Like, like, like come on, man. <laughs> Bleed your eyes and shit. I can show you. So I was trying to remember <laughs> what, my, what my uncle's uh, nickname was when he played at Custard. He was like all state. And his nickname was so funny to me when I was growing up. I'm going to find it and come back to y'all because them old nicknames back in like the, the, the 70s and whatnot. I think his nickname was Poison because he was killing niggas on the court. I think what he used to say. That's what he used to say, Poison. That's a, that sounds like some ugly, that sounds like an uncle story. Like, no, yeah, he used to call me Poison because I was killing them. Killing them niggas on the court. Killing them all things. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you come to find out it was just him calling himself poison for, for years. <laughs> no actually I looked him up for real like he was actually cold like my other uncles was like no he was of, of us four like he he was the one he was it like he he was it <laughs> no I wasn't discounting his, his coldness I'm just saying no, he was I'm the only just, person calling himself poison no I had to go look that up myself I had to uh, find out because I was like this don't sound right newspaper. Ooh. I was like, who call you that, fam? And he was like, come down in the basement, see all my trophies. I was trying to see my accolades. Right, I'll show you who was called Poison. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my five, um, at number five, I have the juice. Just like we just said, that's it's a cold ass nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like his name is OJ. But um, at number four, Eric Jordan. Number three, prime time. Uh, number two, the heartbreak kid. Always HBK. <laughs> always thought that was cold. Um, and then number one, um, Black Mamba. Fair enough. See, I had to knock Black Mamba and Primetime because they gave it to themselves. I feel like a cold nickname just got it got to be bestowed. <laughs> like, you can't just be like start but calling me. If you give yourself a nickname and, and it's like, stick though, it's stuck like, though. Like King James. Like, that, like you know? hey, if you can give yourself a nickname that sticks, that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah, you, you earned, earned it. it. He gave himself that name, but yeah, they found him. Huh? I definitely didn't. LeBron call himself King James first. I don't think so. I thought. I, thought I, I mean, I thought it was King like James a play James on like too. the Bible and shit. Like, right, I was like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, the Bible, yeah. The king. You're right. So I think the media took that and ran with it because I think he got a King James version, uh, something tattoo on his arm or something. Oh, he got like a King that. James. 
we're gonna have to figure out the the origin, origin of, of the King James. King I'm pretty sure it was the media though. They would have the motherfucking going through. So churches. no, he was called he was called that in high school, but I don't know who yeah. who right, called him King James first. Like I, I don't know. But I know he had yeah, chosen one on his back, but that's because like SI mm-hmm. put that on the cover when he was on it. Which it, I wonder if someone else he actually him. was like he really became like it's the, every time I think about like LeBron's journey like it's just like he really like met every expectation that and exceeded and every expectation that he realistically could have the highest bar that anybody had to clear ever like from age 16 it's like this is the next Michael Jordan and he really became like the next Michael Jordan like he's different oh. he's not the same but like he's there he's, he's that tier like, he's pretty much the only player that you can really say, like, I know Kane not, but, like, realistically, like, he's the only player that you can really be like, he's actually a threat to Jordan to be, like, the great, or, like, for a generation, like, he is the greatest player to all ever play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's an impossibly high bar to meet, and he, and he met, it. met it and exceeded it in ways. And yeah. not to mention all the off-the-court shit, like, he never got in trouble. Nope. Like, for any, he like, he never scandals. had no scandals. Yeah. Right, like, the worst yeah. thing he did was Obama, the decision. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he so, learned from that. Yeah, he yeah. learned big time from that decision. He learned I got to be a little bit <laughs> more. And really, that just hurt feelings. Like he didn't do anything illegal. Like, yeah, so. it was just a little distasteful. But right. it was great entertainment. It was bad. Taking PR. my talents, taking my talents to South Beach became part of the lexicon. So, right. I mean, even his mistakes ended up being pop culture. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I'll just say it before we sign off, but appreciate watching LeBron James play basketball because sure. this is a gift. Uh, as Eric already said, like he has done so much and he is mm-hmm. still going. Jeannie Buss was like, I hope he played. I don't, you know, uh, Kareem played till he's about 46. So LeBron <laughs> maybe can, yeah. can do that. She was, real. Guess, she, uh, she, legit said, like, she, no, she legit said that, uh, I don't really care about luxury tax. Like I got LeBron James. I will pay whatever I need to. Hey, we got it. LeBron here they and the championships. Money. We got <laughs> it over here. Like money off. Say what? I got some I got some spare in the back, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were profitable during the Jordan Clarkson years. Like having LeBron yeah. James on the team. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. God is but good. No, that's the that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed. <laughs> We hope y'all come on back. As a reminder, rate, review, share, all that stuff is free ways to support this, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Support ain't got to come out your pocket. It, it just takes a little time. That's all we have for some of your time. So make sure you share it with somebody. Make sure you rate and review wherever you can. And just tell folks about, about TechBot. We really, really, really and truly appreciate that because we don't, we're not able to break records and get into new markets without y'all coming through and Letting everybody know what's up. Letting people know, like, this is a show <laughs> worth listening to. So more of that, please. And with that being said, I do want to shout out Mix real quick um, on Twitter, who shouted us out. Just shout out, brother. Shout us out. Someone asked, what's impossible to listen to? We was up in that list. So your stuff like that, Appreciate it helps. It, it really out. helps. More of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter. At Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. Before I fi- sign off, I just want to say last week I teased our uh, our radio song, and <laughs> and Future put the kibosh on that one. Like oh. he was like, I want all my money. He we could have everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you niggas didn't clear that. No, no, wasn't my dollars.
Right. Ain't got your dollars, future. So I got some commas, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were looking for it, like it's it's in the vault, because wherever it will stay. Right. Because Peter said, trying to get "Eh." We ain't got that. Hey, we ain't got that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, at Bucksmer on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, I didn't work. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z B number three AKA Ask Catch from AKA Mister Give It To Me. We'll see y'all next week. Bring your friend too. Tell your friend to come along. Grab them. Say hey, hit play on there. We can do a group share and shit. Y'all can listen together. <laughs> Listen together. You know what that sound like, right? <laughs> sound like they sharing the show. Bring your friend. We can get this group thing going. Like, yeah, they can share the show together. Uh-huh. <laughs> sound, sound like you pitching the mayor again. Hey, don't bring us up, man. And listen, <laughs> pitch and woo the show. Pitch and woo the show. Don't be pitching woo. Share the show. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break,